What's happening, guys? It's Adam here. Just a quick word from our sponsors before we kick off today's episode. That is Beer52.com. Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. They're number one, baby. And they'll send you some amazing beers every month, and you can rate and review them via their website to earn points and rewards. Now, every month's beers that you get sent will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been the beers of Germany, California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa, and many, many more. And they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer. You'll get a free case of eight beers and award-winning beer magazine and a tasty snack the second you sign up they'll send them out in the post here and you can't catch corona from the post all you have to do is pay a few quid for the delivery and you can cancel or pause your membership at any time sign up now at beer52.com slash word that's our exclusive link that's b-e-e-r 52.com slash w-o-r-d you'll claim your free case of beer and for every person that signs up via that link only they slide us a little bit of money that supports the podcast it helps us out it's win-win so do us a favour, pause the pod here, go and do that now, and then enjoy the episode. Nice one. See you in a bit. Fucking did it in one take, bro. Yeah, man. Now, I'm getting the word nuts. <gasps> Cha! Upset me, nasty bitch. Catch me outside, how about that? I'm big boned. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Disgusting! It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel like podcasting with video on YouTube, on social media at Have a Word Pod. You are listening to the funniest podcast in the game. Have a Word. Shut down dailies. Let's get through this mess together. <laughs> Jesus, Dan Nightingale, it's fucking lovely to see you. How are you feeling, mate? Because oh, I know good. that you had a shit night's sleep and that you had to go and have a little granddad nap, didn't you? You I did, w- didn't you? I wonder if it was the announcement that got me all tense. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Just had a shit... I, I don't know. I've been sleeping a bit more normally. Watched a bit of Ozark last night. And then, I don't know, yeah, so had a bit of a crappy night. And then, obviously, Sam's gone home. So I have to do proper childcare again in the mornings, which is a fucking ball like. So uh, Laura finished uh, her working from home, which she actually fucking does. And I was like, babe, I need a fucking nap. So I'm all right. I'm rested. Afternoon nap. Strong. Granddad strong. Yeah. You often nap. Back in the game. I used to, but it's not not in the lockdown. Because what, what time do you usually get back from gigs? Half 12, one. Yeah. And then I'm not one for fanning around and playing computer games and just like... I'm actually pretty good at like I'm in I'm going to bed but it's you've got to get I up early haven't you? Yeah, then I need to nap normally pre-rona I was napping these days I just go to bed at like a fucking like a dying old person time like mm, bed by nine <laughs> that's pathetic it's actually freaked me out I kind of like it though because I'm a granddad at heart but yeah I I'm, have I'm, me I'm, breakfast at 5.30 <laughs> I have me lunch at 10.30 I have me tea at 1 o'clock and I have me supper at half 4 and I'm in bed for 6 with Kilroy and I'll be dead by July um, I, yeah so I, I do usually I'm quite a good napper and I'm not one of these people who are like I've had a nap but it's made it worse it always makes it better if I get 45 minutes an hour I feel terrific. Some people are like, if I even close my eyes for 10 minutes, it fucks the day. I'm not. I like a nap. What about you? Fucking, I love a nap, but I always feel worse when I get up from them oh, you want for like an hour. Right. Okay. Like, 
if I'm up early, I will have that, especially if it's like non-Rona time and I've got gigs. Sometimes I'm like to Jade, if I've been up since like 10, I'm like, I'm having a nap before work, me. But that hour when I'm in the car driving to Manchester or whatever, I'm always like, oh, I feel awful. And I have to have like a coffee or a yeah. bag of beak to wake myself up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not true. Um, what do you do? <laughs> do you actually, because I this is, this will freak people out. I don't just get on the couch and close my eyes. I properly take, get like I'm going to bed. I put my fucking earplugs in. I'm in my little thunder pants. I'm in my little slit. Like, I just have a proper get in bed. Like it, I normally just take my jeans off and get on the bed. All oh, right, not in it on the bed. Oof, I tell you what, if we're talking about merchandise going forward, maybe if uh, Jade could take a picture of that, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Adam, there's loads of pictures of me with me bum out on the bed, <laughs> naked, naked from the waist down. But then with a have a word like logo, just just covering his ass, that'd be beautiful. I'd sign that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Do you have a little? I have a little crack one out as well. I have a little like. Oh, I need to make sure I definitely nap. What's going on? What, you have a little, you have a little nap wank. What are you doing? What's going on? I'm, uh, I'm trying to get a picture up that I can send you. Oh my god, he's trying to send me a picture of his bum on a bed. I want to see it. Talking about cracking one out. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got? Oh god, you found one, haven't you? <laughs> no, I've, I found something else. Though. It looks like you've just got a fucking file in your phone of like, oh, this is you know. In my gallery, I've got me sleeping on a bed with my arse out. Do you want... <laughs> what? what? I'll send you it in a minute. I'm asking Jade to send me one on. All right, she, she's got the file. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she, she she does all me, me bum picture admin. Are you a, P, a PJ wearer normally? <laughs> I'm going to say a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> no, Le- I'm not. A bit of a left turn for the pod. Do you like an afternoon nap? <laughs> what about fucking kids? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> Do you like lemon cheesecake? Second question: <laughs> Have you ever murdered a woman? <laughs> and that's the kind of off kilter questions I like to ask on Have a Word. <laughs> I am. Um, I've never murdered a woman. No, <laughs> I, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't wear PJs. I don't like being warm in bed. Oh, we've said this. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a naked man. I'll at most have like a t-shirt and some undies on, but then when I'm actually going to sleep, I take them both off. What? You sleep naked all the time? Ninety percent of the time. What? No matter the conditions, even on a frosty winter night, you get your little fucking. If, you get your if little. I wasn't with Jade, right? Because she's a typical woman who's like, no, it's too fucking cold. Blah blah blah. She is a nightmare she'll have the heating on in fucking July okay and it drives me mad it's sweaty it's sticky and I don't fucking like it but in the winter if it's snowing outside I would sleep with the window open while it's snowing naked yes I would because you can always warm yourself up yeah you get wrapped in the quilt it feels lovely yes (laughs) absolutely sleep naked in the snow he's fucking half Eskimo over here Mate, what girls sleeping is just fucking ridiculous. Like, it's a full outfit. It's never a bra or with PJs. Getting them very early, and then I'm in them, and that's what the I PJs like. sometimes have buttons on. Oh, Does my the bu- God. Like, stab you in your sleep. And fucking pockets. Nightmare. What the fuck is your... Why is your why is your PJ top got a pocket? like? And that's where I keep my notebook of things you've said that I hate. Awful. Not a big fan at all. What did you get up to on our day off? 
is so distracted. What's going on? I'm looking for a picture of me bum holes to send you. Just let it go. It's fine. I'll I'll keep it later. It's an audio podcast. I don't think we need it. <laughs> I can imagine what your Eskimo bottom half looks like. You with your little fucking dick and balls flapping out of an igloo. That's the mental image. I sleep. I fucking love sleeping in the winter, in the snow. Dick and balls out. Children come hey, crying. Hey, I've got, yeah, I'll send you this one. There was a bit of a... A bit of murder going on in the street the other night out the back. Holy <laughs> shit, Adam. Well, I no wonder you've just been rummaging around your phone trying to find something. That, you know when we did the whole thing about the Blair Witch with you just cracking one out in the in the corner? That is the closest. To, that looks like a little fucking Eskimo child looking out his igloo like, Mama, Daddy. What's happening outside in the in the snow? I'm just looking out the window. I'm having a bit of a nose. What happened on the street? What was the murder? Just shut the fuck up, Gary. Fuck yes, no. Fuck yes, off. Mate. I'm going to me mum's. You dickhead. You can't go to your mum's. You might kill her. You'll give her the virus. I've got no fucking symptoms. I'm going to me fucking mum's. You're a ch- you're a selfish cunt. You always have been. I'm going to me mum's. <laughs> Lovely couple at number 17. <laughs> Absolutely lovely. Oh, I <sighs> fucking hate all that bullshit. It's one of them. It's you're not like, better than a bit of murder in the street. Are you like, oh, they're awful people. But when it happens, what do you do? I listen to every fucking syllable like, <gasps> is someone going to die today? <laughs> yeah. Your mum used to get more subtle than me. Jade just sent me a, vi- a text. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, <laughs> You're the most distracted I've ever seen you on a podcast. So what did you get up to yesterday on the day off? We just, I just, I, like, Laura went to, Laura went to Sheffield. So I was just left in the house with Etta. Every time that happens, this, it's probably, you can't, I fucked her, I fucked Laura off twice in 24 hours. But this is the, this is do, what I can't you say. what you've just said, what, what, well, have a word, no context could cut out there. What? I'm going to say back to you verbatim what you've just said. You went, you went, uh, so Laura went to Sheffield, so I was left in the house uh, with her. And you know what happens every time? I fucked her. That's what you've just said. What? You've just said that you fucked your daughter. No. I fucked her. Out of context. I fucked her. You, you, said, you said you fucked your child. No, I fucked her. I said, I'm, I'm talking about Lord Jesus Christ. I fucked her off badly a couple of times this morning she was stood there in a, a summery dress I've got to say this really quietly and last night she had quite bad wind and I thought she I thought she just had really bad wind she looked a bit bloated and I did something that no man should ever do to wife partner girlfriend lady in the street mum I went up and touched her tummy as if she was pregnant went oh are you bloated what are you doing? <laughs> she literally looked at me like, do you want to lose your fingers? Because I'll fucking snap them off. That's how that will go. So I've got to be careful what she overhears. But um, yeah, when every time she's out of the house and it's just me and Etta, I'm basically like, oh, this is what it'd be like if Laura died. <laughs> I really, I, I shouldn't, <laughs> I 
shouldn't let the <laughs> fantasy. It's like an intrusive thought, and it, because I've had it, and like that's an awful thing to think. Because usually it's me going out to gigs and whatnot. Like Laura's here more. It's very unusual for it to. I just. It's been six weeks. We've all been in. I've got very used to like four people being in the house. Then all of a sudden, it's just me and Etta batting around for like four hours. I was like, this is what it'd be like if Laura just died. Just me, me, me and Etta all the time, and it was like, oh god. Fucking intense. God, I've, got that is intense. I've got to not let Laura know, but she's got loads of life insurance, so it wouldn't be that bad. Do you, know what I mean? you know, for Every someone who crowd. doesn't want Laura to know a lot of stuff, you do put a lot of things just, you know, out for public download. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this Don't is how you know. When your wife finds this out, she'll leave me. I once fucked a man. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you definitely know. I am, I am a moron. I'm like, as long as I say it quietly now... No one will ever find out, even though she definitely does listen to the fucking podcast. So even if you whisper, it's on the internet forever. But yeah, so uh, don't grab your girlfriend's bloating. That's not a good po- wife shit. For wife. <laughs> <laughs> what was the mer- hey, what happened? ones because I called me current girlfriend. That's a faux pas as well, apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah. First wife <laughs> is the same banter. <laughs> This is my first wife, Laura. Yeah. Oh, we stayed friends. No, we stayed married. <laughs> We're still together. <laughs> oh god! Um, I yeah. If I get remarried, it's going to be some. I'm going to get like a Thai bride just to be that bellend, Mister Dan. <laughs> just to piss everyone off. Have you heard about Dan? I reckon Hager? with the right makeup and skincare regime you could look like a Thai bride yeah but that's not I don't know what I don't know how you think where's that come from I want a Thai bride do you know that to get a Thai bride you don't have to look like a Thai bride there's not like Thai girls I I want a husband that look like me no I'm just saying you 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 could pass for one yeah yeah I've got a picture I've got a picture of your half yeti fucking hairy back leaning out of a window I've sent you another picture I've sent you the other one (laughs) <laughs> Adam Adam <laughs> so at the end of an episode sometimes I'm like what am I going to put up as the picture to advertise the episode today I don't know what I'm going to do I'm just going to do a quote is there going to be some artwork I can use and I have found the picture for today's advertisement on Twitter you can't put that out in public you can't put it out in public <laughs> Cause I tell you what, for someone who doesn't want shit out on the internet, you send a lot of shit on WhatsApp, mate, don't you? I might be fucking stupid telling my wife shit via a podcast, but you set your knobhead podcast, mate, two pictures of your naked ass with Minnie. It, the way the dog is sleeping, she looks so dead. It looks like you farted mid-nap, and the dog's like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's actually something quite bleak and artistic about that. Like if, <laughs> like if Tracy Emin painted it, or was like some, you'd be like, "That is beautiful. It's quite bleak." Like the work, <laughs> the working class. It really sums up the working class, like how how someone would live like that. <laughs> Can, like an album cover, doesn't it? <laughs> if anyone. Because obviously on the announcement we've been talking about signed posters, I would love to see someone's artistic interpret. I think that painted slightly badly. 
this picture on the internet. I own the picture now. That's the rules of WhatsApp. <laughs> Once you've sent it to my phone, it's on my phone legally. You cannot put this picture on the internet, Daniel. No. Um, no. One, of, one of my great ambitions, you know when people are like, if I get wealthy, this is what I want to do. I would love paintings, but done by someone who I don't mind being charged a lot because they think they're good but who is actually quite shit and I would love to see a bad version of you lying next to Minnie on your fucking bleak looking <laughs> mattress with your weirdly clammy arse sticking out in the air nap time for the working types I am um, speaking of paintings I am um, that's what I did with my dad first of all we went for a me, Minnie, and my lovely girlfriend, Jade, we went on a lovely walk. There's two parks near us. We go pretty much every day to Norris Green Park, which is quite small. But Croxteth Hall and Country Park is fucking massive. And I've lived here near it to me whole, like near to it for me whole life. But there's so many bits of it that I've just never been because it's that big. And we went and got lost in the park yesterday. It was really nice. It was cute. It was lovely. Oh, well, like we fun lost, romantic lost. Like, oh, Adam, what a lark! We've we've lost we've lost our way. Rather than you fucking nobeds, what the fuck? We're gonna die! Like that's that's well, not the lost fun. It's fine as long as you've got nowhere to be in it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's true. It was great, and then we come back and we um, not Christmas just gone. The Christmas before, I got Jade because Jade likes me um, getting a presents that we could like do together so um i got jade uh sex dungeon no <laughs> two adult paint by numbers right so it's like a big sort of canvas and it's a paint by numbers and they give you the little acrylic paint with it right and <laughs> oh my god it's the most complicated nimbly nitty gritty thing i hated it within five seconds of starting it I'll, I'll put a picture of it up on the Twitter in a bit it's fucking impossible to do it properly like with the brushes and the paint they give you and I'm sat there and I'm just having the, the worst time of my life and Jade initially was like "What? what are you okay it's fun isn't it and I was like I can't tell you how much I don't want to do this you're meant to be doing to it stop. together you're meant to be doing it together is that the thing well there's, well, there's two right so we one each Oh, okay. And she was like, no, come on. Don't be quitting straight away. And I was like, look, I'm not. I understand that you want to do this because this is me day off from the pod. And I said we could spend all day together and do it. And yeah, we'll do it. She was like, this is, no, come on. Just don't give up straight away. Please give it a go. And I was like, I, I will. I'm doing it. I'll give it a go. Three, four minutes later, I just heard. <sighs> I was like, you're getting pissed off as well, aren't you? She was like, No. No, and I was like, Jade, <laughs> getting pissed off as well, aren't you? And she went, I think we should just do one number a day. <laughs> like a fucking Christmas calendar. Like that like, yeah. like an advent um, calendar. Just oh, one. I have never loved her so much in my fucking life than when she said, As soon as you've done the ones, you can stop. It was joyous, mate. How many numbers are there? How many? I mean, on on 20. your new schedule of doing this fucking painting together, twenty. Right, take three weeks. Right, is it going to get done? Because this sounds like a an idea that isn't going to get completed. 
You've got to talk. No, we will. Now. We will do it. No, it's never ever. ever <laughs> no, we, I can't wait to do today's one. I'm fucking dreading it so fucking much. Hey, I haven't got. I I suffer with ADD to the, the extent that I can't paint one room one color without getting bored. I'm just like, oh god, another wall. Oh god. <laughs> Oh, and then I just start fucking it. Like, you know, like for the first hour, I'm like, mm, la, 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 trying to do it well. And then I'm like, oh, this is getting old. Ah, just start slashing it everywhere. I can't imagine how fiddly. F- and is that meant to be romantic, that sort of shit? Yeah. That's like people who do jigsaw puzzles. Like, should we do a jigsaw puzzle together? Mate, I don't care what the Rona does to the country. I don't care that you're in shutdown. You can't be doing fucking jigsaw puzzles together. We've got some jigsaws that I got her for Christmas as well. She wants to do them as well. Some Harry Potter jigsaws, 3D jigsaws. <laughs> she just do one piece a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, the Diagon Alley connect collection. So you build like the one shop, the toy shop, the sweet shop from Harry Potter. And you end up with Diagon Alley. But <laughs> from everything you've told us about your house, you've not got all this space. You've definitely got the, not got the space for a sex dungeon. You haven't got the space to have an artwork out. You haven't got space to have like a jigsaw just out. So how are you going to do all this shit? Like this is the art corner. This is the sex dungeon well, corner. Art you can hang on the walls. We've got plenty of fucking walls, kids. Oh, mate. If anything, we could do it losing a few walls. You know what I mean? There's there's too many walls in this house. That's, that's what I've been saying since we moved in. Get rid of that wall. Get rid of that wall. You know that, what I mean? That's gonna look so fucking rough in it. Like, oh, you're painting. That's not finished, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting down to that. We had to stick that up. <laughs> <laughs> now then, lids. I want to tell you about Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car bodywork and customization services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. Basically, these guys can sort your wheels out. And if you listen to this thinking, well, I'm not like a boy racer, I'm not that bothered about my car. Mate, I drive a Volvo, and after the fucking Rona, I'm going to these guys at Trans Alloy Wheels Limited when I'm gigging in Yorkshire, and I'm going to get them to sort out the alloys that are all scuffed up and fucked on my Volvo V40. So even if you've got a sensible dadmobile, or you've inherited your nana's bank, Soup up the wheels, get them sorted. If you park like a bell end, get them tidied up, make them look smarter. Go the full hog, get them jazzed up, get them glitzy, get them gold. Just live your life through your alloy wheels. They can add value to your car and make it look fucking smart. They use the same techniques as the biggest car manufacturers and they offer powder coating, diamond cutting, painting, new tyres, acid stripping and shot blasting, tyre fitting and removal. They do car body repairs and they have a pickup and delivery service. They also do insurance work. These guys have got amazing reviews online. Come and get your wheels souped up, changed and refurbished. And this is the best bit. All Have A Word listeners will receive 25% off everything. I'm going, I'm getting my saving. These guys are amazing. Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Get them on Facebook, Insta, online, the lot. Nice one, lids. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling triggered. It must be Have a Word with Adam and Dave. So, my friend, I have some choices for you. Um, so, would you rather us? We have a mystical would you rather. We have a stand-up question. We have a gross question. We also have something that someone sent us in, and I think they're taking the piss. And as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, nice one. But I knew exactly why it had been sent in. A Start with that. 
Right, so big shout out to Caroline who sent us this in, and I really appreciate it. Uh, I think it was homophobia at its heart, Adam. I I think it was. She sent in... Oh, Jesus. Ten questions for your boyfriend. Ten questions to ask your boyfriend. And I honestly, episode, what are we on? 49. I think we're at the point where you could honestly call this of quite a serious relationship. You know, for the first two and three months, we saw each every day, each other every day. And through the shutdown, we've seen each other quite a lot. So we've got questions for your boyfriend. Getting to know you, getting to know all about. Adam, be honest with Jay, me. Because that, this, you know. You what? He thinks we've got a bit of a bromance going on and that we're gay for each other. Yeah. I, I tell you what's going to be the real cock block on that. The fact that I have a picture of you and your sweaty white arse having a nap with your dog next to it. So I'm all right. Do you know what I mean? But, but you know, it's nice to just feel that someone can be jealous. Uh, questions for your boyfriend. Adam, you've got to be really honest. Okay. What would what would be who's <laughs> asking these fucking questions? Caroline, please let us know if you've actually asked a fella these fucking questions because they are they've been written by a woman and I think they're for a woman, but they're pretending to be for a man. What would be your idea of a perfect day, Adam Rowe? Your perfect day. Wake up. Yeah. Full English breakfast. Like it. Um. Is Jade there? No. <laughs> Is there any paint by numbers? Is there any Harry Potter jigsaws? Wake up, right? Full English breakfast. Quick shower. In the pub with me mates. Yeah. So I'm like midday. Yeah. Lunch about three in the pub. Yeah. Keep drinking about seven or eight into town for a meal, right. proper meal. So I've had full English breakfast, whoa, 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 whoa. light pub lunch, like a sandwich or something, then a Chinese meal about eight o'clock. Right. And then I get to headline my favorite gig, hot water, about half ten, bit pissed. And then after that, out into the casinos. Fucking hell. That, I mean, there's a lot of things I've got to take umbrage with that. I mean, poor old Jade, but. Well, could you really go drinking all day and then go into town for a meal? Because I, I, once the booze, once the booze train is fucking chuntering down the tracks, I can't be doing like it's dangerous because I can keep going and then I'm in the fucking bin. But can you eat a meal when you've been boozing all afternoon? Yeah, easily. And then you think you'd be good for a gig. <laughs> Have you ever noticed? Ooh, have you never noticed when you need a Gaviscon? You I'd got... be fine. Really? I'd be about 10 pints in. 12, maybe. You, mate, you think you can gig 10 pints in. I can't believe Liverpool Football I've Club... i were... 10 pints in. You've been sent home 10 pints. You've been sent no, home from a gig. 30 pints in. <laughs> fucking hell. 30 fucking pints. I, I tell you right now, it was at least 20. You can bullshit bell all you like. Just from the point of view of a guy, if if you were a girl asking your boyfriend this, what the fuck do you think you're going to learn from that first question? Because they don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
if I was Jade listening to them, I'd be like, right, I don't think this is working out. You've, is that just to, to get the wheat from the chaff? Like, question one, if you answer this like a bell and run away, sweetheart, run the fuck away. If he's like, I just like a real day of just getting to know, learning about each other and just cuddling, do you know what I mean? Uh, question two, what did you learn a little too late? What do you know now that you've learned a little too late? What do you wish you'd known early? Oh, can I tell you what mine is? Yeah. Not to rack up fucking credit card debt. I definitely learned that the hard way. Because when I first, yeah, when I first got a credit card, I was well. like, oh, shit. And they were like, so this has got a £750 limit. And this is what I heard from the bank manager. Here's £750. Thank you very much. In my head, I was like, I'm just going to spend it. And that's how that works. I didn't even know I had to pay that back the next month. They were like, and can we have some of that back? I was like, where would I get that from? I've spent it all. (laughs) Idiots. If you give me another one, I'll give you that 750 quid back. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was sort of brought up with my mum and dad constantly in debt. So debt was normal. I've spoken about this with Jade. Like every year at Christmas, my mum would get in thousands of pounds worth of debt to get me and my little brother all the presents and clothes and shit that we wanted and then spend the next year paying it off so that she could get the same loan again at the end of oh next year. So but getting a loan was just normal to me. Like it was, if you haven't got it, borrow it. And that's such a fucking bad way to live your life. And I wish I'd known that earlier, but I didn't have parents who could teach me that. No. <laughs> But neither did I. I think a lot of people have got in that shit. Do you know when I sorted out my debt? When I was about 33 years old. So if anyone's listening, go, oh, fuck, yeah. But it's like, it happens to the best of us. But that's one of those things that I just like, I really wish. I think they should teach it in schools that. I'm honestly, you look back. Oh, 100%. Think, There's the kids fuck? that leave school who don't know how to fucking manage their money, but they can tell you what an Oxbow Lake is. And you're like, how is that a priority? Why was I doing religious studies about Buddhism? Well, I mean, I get it. I get that you've got to learn about different cultures, but it's not like, you know, there's never going to be a major world war where the Buddhists are involved. You're like, well, you've got to understand the culture because this is a religious war, essentially. Like, it just. We didn't. When we did RE, ours was religious education. I, my school was Catholic, to be fair, but we um, we only learned about Christianity. I don't remember learning about any other religion. <laughs> that's a that's a great Catholic Catholic school. Actually, <laughs> why the fuck would you want to know about the other dirty religions? Are they going to heaven? No, they're not going to be there, so don't worry about them. Where will they be? Down in the hell, you dirty fuckers. No, learn about Jesus and why you're dirty. And don't be sending pictures of your naked arse to your friends on the WhatsApp in the future. Yeah. I really wish a teacher had gone, this is, these are life lessons. So don't fucking wrap up loads of credit card debts. And if you stick your willy in the wrong people, you're going to end up visiting a doctor and they're going to be like, oh, that doesn't look good, does it? You're going to need some treatment for that. Oh, what else? Just how to clean your fucking... Hard to clean it. Just the stuff that is like annoying, boring oh, shit that well, would have helped. Yeah. You know when you pull your foreskin. You haven't got a foreskin, have you? But like for memory of foreskin, when you pull your foreskin back and all that cheese is under your knob, that's not normal. Apparently, you're meant to clean that off. I, I only learned about that about a year ago. Like you clean your willy. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a 
That'd be a bit of a fucking left turn on that life lesson, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if they were like, okay, and so that's debt, and now we're going to do cleaning your knob cheese. <laughs> uh, miss, I've just got a couple of questions about credit cards. We've moved on to knob cheese. <laughs> Sit down, Adam, and put... <laughs> oh, God, you can use your credit card to get rid of the knob cheese. Oh, fucking hell. Disgusting! Uh, it just makes me, that's absolutely disgusting. Why would you say that? What the fuck is wrong with you? Because uh, <laughs> I can just see it in his eye. Look at little it's Adam. It's joke, babe! I still don't clean it. Uh, <laughs> what makes what you question? nervous? Question three, what makes you nervous? Um, When I am... Um, it's like when... Like by authority, like the police or airport security or something, and like in the airport, I'm like, don't say bomb, don't don't look suspicious because they might search your bag and find all that cocaine that you haven't got. And yeah, you, like just yeah, like if I'm driving down the motorway and I'm doing like 69 miles an hour, I'll be like, what if me Marlomus is wrong and this is 87? And then there's a police then? car. As soon as you see a police car, you're like, oh, I've killed 12 people. And I start driving like it, like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, I've done... There's all those dead bodies in the back. Uh, oh, oh did I get that fucking dead kid out the boot? Do you ever get that? It's like an impulse control thing. People talk about intrusive thoughts. I think intrusive thoughts is fascinating when you're like... It's like a form of mental illness that loads of people suffer. Like, oh, God, I really don't want this to happen. And then you think about... Like, oh, if I just stepped out in the road now, that'd be really bad, which everyone knows. But once you've yeah. had that thought, you can't help but thinking, and then what would happen would be a lorry would hit me. And then where would my body go? And you'd literally just stood next to the pedestrian crossing, imagining your own fucking obliteration. You're like, I could have done without that. I get that sort of, that sort of intrusive thought, just like you said, like when you're at the airport, don't say bomb, don't say bomb. But then in your head, you're like, yeah, but what if you just said bomb? What if yeah. you and it's like an impulse, like an impulse. I used to thing. get the same intrusive thought when I was waiting to cross a road that I would twist my ankle and then a car would drive over me twisted ankle. Right. <laughs> Feel that? Yeah. Weird, that in it. Yeah. And if I'm ever like holding a baby, I'll be like, "Don't throw this baby at the wall." <laughs> I love it how yours is a more aggressive version than fucking everyone else's in the world. Everyone else the just last went. Thing you want to do right now they, is throw this baby at the wall. That would be a dreadful thing to do. Everyone, everyone heard you go. Yeah, like when you're holding the baby, and everyone listening went. Yeah, because you don't want to drop it. And Adam went. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to throw it at a wall. <laughs> to know you. He's a fucking psycho. <laughs> Mate, if you if you had seen a guy for a month like, oh my god, I'm gonna ask him this, like, what makes you nervous? Twatting a baby against the wall. <laughs> uh what's the biggest thing you've ever learned from other relationships? Your past relationships, what was the thing you learned the most? What was the things you've taken away from him? Um I fucking hate those bitches. See ya! I don't think I've learned anything. Seriously? Some past relationships. No, I don't think so. You've taken n not like no negative things that you've learned from it. Like no, I went in that like a lot of people are a pain in the ass, and that you know they're lucky to have me. If anything, 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, Jade. I wish Jade could hear me right now. <laughs> Fucking hell. Do you know what I I when I saw this question, the first thing that popped into my head was just don't marry a psycho. Just don't marry a psycho. Just like have you done that before? No, I've never married a psycho, but I got close. I just got fucking close. And I just think, marry someone who's not a fucking bell end. And if you're like, yeah, but I love so-and-so and I've been with her for so many, and yeah, she does threaten me with knives every once in a while. Don't marry that girl. She's a psycho. She's a fucking psycho. Even if she is crazy good in bed, stick a finger up your own ass. <laughs> Don't marry the bitch. <laughs> Don't marry a fucking nutcase. Um, I can't think of anything I've learnt really. Okay, good. <laughs> Adam, firing, Question. firing on all cylinders with this one. Uh, no, I blocked them out. Did what happened in those relationships, Adam? Are you all right? Have you completely blocked them out? What did you learn from your previous relationships? I can't even remember the names. That's how badly they went. Those relationships. Yeah, there's nothing. Um, Just keep being me. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm going to ask you one more question because I think we've got a real idea of, of, of who you are. I mean, we knew anyway, but I've enjoyed poking, poking the bear. What's the least manly thing you've ever done? I think this question is to, is to make a man show their vulnerable side. What's the least manly Your thing? Mom. <laughs> I know she's the most manly thing, lad. You're the most manly. Um, least manly thing. I'm not... <laughs> this is going to be very hard comedy now. I'm not a manly man. Dan, I'm not a manly... My dad. No, he's a manly man. He's got tools and he's racist <laughs> like men should be. But me, I'm a big queer. I don't um, know what to do with the sex. <laughs> I was doing sex on a woman. Um, so, oh, least manly thing. I'm, I'm quite camp in general at home. Do you think? Because you're not camp on this podcast. Like, you do not... Your natural your natural route isn't camp on the podcast, and you don't do it on stage. Mate, I've been camping up on stage for fucking years. And then the gay acts yeah, on the bill are like, babe, say- that's my thing, so stop it. Occasionally, I'll do something... That Jade's like, I wish your fans seen this side of you. And I think I do show it, but she's like, no, you're just well too camp. Like, my Spotify playlist is like cheesy 90s shit. And she's like, it's a gay playlist. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you can be gay if you want, but it is gay. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's a 34 year old divorcee's playlist. Like, no, this is my, this is my music. I love Britney. I love Christine Aguilera. <laughs> right yeah. yeah that's not too manly do you do face masks you ever done face masks because I did is... it on Paul Blair's stag do we all did a face mask the night before the wedding what what his stag... night, not the stag Paul... do the night before the wedding right God, we all stayed out. over in the same place I about and we to all say had you had the fucking poker. stag do the stag do who does that was old school rules mate the oldest of the rules was like yeah yeah you, you have your bachelor night before the before the podcast before the podcast Jesus Christ before the wedding what could possibly go wrong but now <laughs> but now everyone's got no you need to do it three or four months before the wedding but <laughs> you all got together before Paul Paul Blair's wedding Paul Blair uh, 
owns and runs Hot Water Comedy Club. Yeah, we- so I was one of his groomsmen. Right. So he had like 12 groomsmen and we all stayed over in the wedding venue hotel the night before and we all had a game of poker with a face mask on. Right. Okay. Good one. Nice. Did it work? It was lovely, yeah. I felt reinvigorated. <laughs> Good. Good. The thing is, it's funny because I've basically gone, what's the least manly thing ever? You've done a face mask and you're like, yeah, yeah, I have done a face mask, right? And I did it with a load of fucking lads, right? All drinking, playing poker. <laughs> so I was like, right, that's brilliant. Two mics, two leads, and a lot of time on their hands. This is Have A Word. Oh, I don't know where we were up to there. If anyone hasn't seen the little tweet I put out, uh, <laughs> Mr Nightingale, you had a little power cut, mate, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know what I don't know if that was internet related there because the neighbor's internet went down as well. So there was a power cut and then I couldn't get back on the internet. And you know usually after a power cut you're like, "Oh, it's 2 3 minutes the route will will reboot." My laptop was like for 10 minutes going, "Yeah, there's no internet. I don't know what to do." So I had to restart the laptop and then it was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." I just faced down 10 minutes of no internet and I'm telling you right now that made me as nervous as COVID-19, the pandemic that's killed <laughs> hundreds of thousands. I was like, oh my God, the fucking, what the podcast, pornography, Netflix, Domino's orders. <laughs> oh God. Jesus Christ, that was hairy. And it's, oh. al- it's already been a bit full on today with the announcement. It's been full on. Me and Adam have thought about this for ages. We've been working on it today. It's been a bit of a... It's felt a bit tense work-wise today just because we want to get everything right and then to be like, oh, we're doing an episode, we've done an announcement, we're doing an episode, and then be like, and now the internet's gone. And Etta's like, daddy, daddy. And, and Laura just went, leave daddy alone, he's stressed. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> he knows you so well, Daniel. Oh, God. Uh, Come away from daddy. I think we need a little bit more middle section before we do an ad and move on to have a word. I reckon you said you had a would you rather... A mystical one. You still got it? Yeah, I've got a couple of would you rather's. We've got this mystical one. Uh, Harry Robinson says, Sapnin Lids, quick one. Would you rather be a reverse merman, fish head and human body, or a reverse centaur, horse top half, human bottom half? For so reference, I've added this nightmarish and thought-provoking image. He's actually sent us a fucking picture of it. Motherfucker, Harry, you've got way too much time with your hands that you're going on Photoshop and making this weird shit. Oh, there we go. There's the image we use for today's episode instead of my bare fucking arse. I think your bare arse is just going to come peeking in at the bottom. Ow! Um, I'd rather... So basically, it's would you rather have the head of all sort of fish, innit? Yeah, so it's a fish... Horse. Horse. Easy. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean... You'd, it'd still be fucking weird. But who wants a fish it, head? You are right. It would be fucking weird. <laughs> <if it was> a... <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm not wrong, though. Fish would be more weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be a than a fish. I'd rather be a... I'd rather be a than a fish. I'd rather be a horse. Rather be a horse. Rather be a horse than a... Would if you... I pick, if what? I pick horse... Am I eligible to run in the Grand National? Nay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Also, that would be so depressing to watch 
No one is... I mean, I'd love to see the odds as these beautiful horses are being put in. How many times round entry do you got? It's like two times round, and there's like three horses a shot every fucking year. And then there's there's your body, and I've just seen a picture of your naked body with a horse. <laughs> Lid's Delight in, uh, in Trap 9. Lid's Delight is a weirdly human form body. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You've so just, I'm a talking horse. You just got a really long face. Yeah, I'd be. I'd love to see you run the fucking, you know, because you think you're fast. But as the horses went, are you? St- would there still be a rider on you? <laughs> <laughs> Can I ride you in the Grand National? <laughs> fucking put a big saddle on that. Put a big saddle on this one, lads. He's bucking. He's fucking bucking. And then you just be you put, like put it, down you know at the first furlong. You know when one of the riders falls off and a horse just thinks it's just dropped two stone <laughs> <laughs> when the horse is just like off on its own is like I'm fucking winning I'm fucking winning I can't believe I'm fucking winning where have you gone you daft cunt <laughs> just, just it's like all of a sudden oh my god this is so much easier I should have been doing this for eight and it starts looking around like lads you need to get rid of these cunts you're a fucking nightmare whipping me fuck off whipping me I'm, I'm winning I'm winning why is no one cheering for me uh, <laughs> it's just a fucking beautiful thing like horse like I'm just gonna go for a nice little jog probably gonna get bollock later but you gotta catch me motherfuckers and then little Adam Rowe fucking tits jiggling as he's trying to jump over the first furlong for, what do they call it the first what do they call it the hedge what do they call it What is it? what's the jump it's not the first furlong what do they call them fence is it the fence yeah um, there's, some, there's some horrible ones at the Grand National because there's like ones that are like longer on their way down than they are over so yeah. like the, the ground drops and that's where all the osses break their legs and, and they've got weird names the haven't they like the big fucker and the the nasty dead twat man's ditch. yeah the dead man's ditch and the snap banjo and the yeah. and the secret nonce and here comes Red Rum coming up towards the empty gooch. Uh, the empty gooch, the stripped gooch, uh, more like the the, 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 the waxed gooch. Here there comes Red Rum to the trap flap. It's a nasty one, this one. Oh, it's sore. Um, if you bought a horse. Yeah. So podcast taken off, multi-millionaire. You got a horse. Yeah. What are you calling it? Um... Something with lid in it. <laughs> it's got to. It just have to be something. It'd have to be so, something. Oh, the nasty bitch. Oh, no, the nasty bitch. N R N A R S T Y. Nasty bitch, I reckon. Yeah, but you can't. Upset me, nasty bitch. Can you not have swearsies? Fucking weird defo non sky on Channel 4 is not going to be shouting nasty bitch, is he? You need something PG. Oh, yeah, yeah I don't think you're allowed swear words <laughs> and coming up to the first fence is a nasty bitch nasty bitch upset me takes the first fence and he is flying disgusting behind him who the fuck is that guy <laughs> I know what I'd call it shut up obviously man I'd call my horse Chanel of course I fucking would her name's Chanel. She's an Irish grey. <laughs> <laughs> She's racing around the canal. Have you been to the Grand National? 
No, I've been to Chester races once, about a year oh, ago. Oh, Jesus. When all the fucking zombies come come up Watergate Street, like, and just fucking went, no- knobs in suits, like, come and drinking. Oh, God. I went with Paul Blair, Paul Smith, Phil Chapman, another comedian, and Freddie Quinn, right? And we all thought we were having a proper lads day out, but Freddie Quinn turned up dressed, dressed like fucking David Dickinson from Bargain Hunt, fucking pocket watching everything and he'd driven he was like I'm not I'm not drinking I mean it's a gamble and to, to think about this thing I've been looking at the form on the horses and I know exactly what's going to happen he lost more money than any of us right <laughs> I mean what you, what you need to know about a horse racing is what I've, what I've known from my extensive 17 minutes of research I could just imagine what he's like I talked to him last week and Every time I talk to him, I'm just, I'm absolutely gobsmacked. It's actually quite reassuring because he's quite positive, is our Freddie. Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. He's actually quite positive, but it's the absolute assurance he's got in his opinions. I've been saying it since the start. I think we'll be gigging in July. And I'm like, you make it, he sort of makes me think there's a chance, but I can just imagine he turns he's up like very, a fucking... Very good Freddie. Uh, um, he's, he believes his own bullshit. Yeah. So he believes it. So because he believes it and he's convinced himself, it's easier for him to convince you because to him, he's not lying or making it up. He's done mathematical equations and that mathematical oh, equation definitely. is throwing a dart at a fucking calendar and going, here we go, July. That's just what I'd like it to be. I can imagine him turning up at Chester Races going, I've, I've now all the form. Oh my God. He did, he had a little form book with him. I went, we went and to then, the dogs once on a mate's stag do and uh, some cunt on the stag do can't remember exactly who it was I instantly took against him because of it just kept putting £10 and then the winnings on the middle lane made 560 quid. and there's us going oh I like that name oh, I went on that lane differently he just kept picking the middle the inside lane every fucking time just went 20 quid or whatever and then went oh I've won that I put that straight back on he lost a bit at some point but he just put half on and he just kept racking up money oh my god it pissed me off if it's that fucking oh it's just annoying and he was probably already loaded I was dead skinned at the time I'd be like look at how you're dressed you twat you don't even need the money give it out to the rest of us bellends who are scraping <laughs> through the fucking credit card like oh bastard I broke even on the whole day including so we we went for some lunch at the start Drank all day and then went for the Indian at the end of it and all me gambling and I, I broke even on that. And the the funniest part of the day was we're all pissed. We've been drinking all day, so we're all a bit drunk. And uh, Freddie's sober and he's also the only one with the car. Oh no! So as they let out, we were all like, "You're not going to leave us to walk to the train station. You're going to give us a lift, aren't you?" Every road in Chester's fucking blocked off because of the races, and he had to put up with four drunk dickheads in his car, like a taxi driver who wasn't getting fucking paid, and he was getting so pissed off with us because we, you know, when you, you know, you can see one of your mates is in a mood, but you're pissed, so you're like, I'm gonna wind them up as much as fucking possible. I swear to God, if there'd have been a cliff close enough, he'd have just drove off and ended it all <laughs> for all five of us. He was so fucking fuming. But that's what comedians are like, anyway, aren't we? We're like, oh look, oh look, you've shown weakness. Oh, is that right? Is that what's annoying you? But if you add booze into it, oh, we just like the worst, the worst getting hammered by comics in your own fucking car. Actually, I think you're fine. Do you love podcasts? Have you always wanted to do your own, but you don't know how? Well, here at Lightwork Studios, if you've got an idea for a podcast, then we want to record it and record it well. 
whether you're doing your first podcast or you've been doing it for years we think all podcasts should look and sound as good as possible and with prices starting from 30 pounds an hour we are by far the best priced professional podcast studio in london We've got three HD cameras, six top-of-the-range mics, and a sound technician on hand to make sure that all you have to focus on is talking. We can have the recording edited and sent to you the very same day. Find us at lightworkpodcasts.com so we can help record your next podcast. Send in your questions and suggestions to haveawardpod at gmail.com. Let's crack on with this nonsense. You just get in a queue for a fucking shop or a post office these days, and all of a sudden the LMC sorry gets like, oh, excuse me, oh, two meters in the fucking queue. You're like, yes, even the nice bits have been dragged down to the fucking eggy vibe of a council estate. Oh, I think you'll find. Brilliant. <laughs> Fuck him. Let's have a word from. Is it Vauxhall or tran- uh, like I, I work. Don't you don't have to say. I will work it out. <laughs> Let's have a word from a sponsor. Uh, play the play the song. Oh, uh, okay. Play the song. It's time to have a word with Adam Dan. Tell us all the problems you have with your friends. Ooh. This was gonna be the whole podcast. Now it's just the final ten percent. What have you got for us? Ooh. I've got some have a words. Oh, today is also the Patreon episode, so make sure you stick around after the song for us to list all of our Patreon producers. Uh, and as always, if you haven't listened to the announcement we put out just before this episode, please go back and listen to that. It's got a lot of important information about the future of both the Have a Word podcast and the patronage of it. Um, but also do stick around after the song today to listen out for the names of the legends who make this shit possible. So, Din. Gonna do this one. Gonna do this one. Do it. I don't even know which. I don't why I'm getting hyped. Do it, Adam. Do that one. Don't know what it is. This was sent to me by another comedian, and the other comedian wants to remain anonymous, and I'm fine with that. Okay. Can you have a word with the cunts of the internet who seem to think it's necessary to comment not funny? or some other snide comments beneath videos that comedians put out. Comedy is subjective, and obviously not everything you create is going to be for everyone, but there's just no need to send negative stuff, especially at the minute. We're all just trying to stay positive, and if you've got nothing nice to say, just say nothing. I don't need to know that you didn't enjoy something that I've made. What do you reckon? Uh, it's, it's It's a valid point, isn't it? But it's basically... You're fighting a losing battle on that one. That's like going, I tell the sun to stop being so bright and warm. Like to to, <laughs> to ask the internet to stop being knobheads is pretty fucking <laughs> difficult, isn't it? I just I'm sick of the sun. How it comes up in the morning and then it goes over there and it fucks off again. Stop that! Could you just stop that? No, that's always going to happen. And P.S. People are always going to be absolute bell whiffs on the internet, and even more so if you fucking whinge about it. Most of the people who do this, though, the, the little snidey comments, they're all little shithouse cunts that see that they've got a picture of a footballer, a cartoon, a car, or a, or, or some other not-them profile picture because they're just hiding behind the shithousery of I get to say whatever I want. Now, look, the arguments against this is, uh, actually, mate, 
you're a fucking comedian and if you think you're funny then sometimes people are going to tell you you're not and you need to be able to if you can't handle the heat kids get out the fucking kitchen yeah and the problem with it is that social media has made everyone think that their opinion a matters and is b valid and neither of those things are true for 90 percent of people most people are fucking idiots and we don't need to listen to them and the thing is you should just not say anything that you wouldn't say to someone's face because the reason people don't how often is it that someone comes up to you after a gig and goes i thought that was shit doesn't happen does it doesn't happen no 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 i mean I, once in a while it has happened some someone said something fucking eggy but it's very very rare because it's it's real bellwifery in it you have to be a special type of twat Exactly. And the reason people don't do it is because they can't, as a human, deal with watching your face drop and be like, what a nasty thing to say. So they do it behind the fucking profile on social media, thinking that it's not the same thing. It's exactly the same cunting thing. It's exactly the fucking same. You just don't have to deal with the consequence. That's all it is. This will be solved a lot more if you, when you send someone an abuse, you also have to send them your name, your address, and the fucking reg of your car so that they can turn up, knock your house, and key your fucking windows. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be real. For some of the comics that are putting content out on the internet, that would be a very busy schedule of revenge. Does me fucking head in, little virgin sitting in the Mars box room going, oh, this isn't funny. Well, what have you done with your life? You fucking. What's it eating fat smelly goth? <laughs> did, did you see? I don't know if you saw this. Uh, someone uh, tweeted at the podcast. It's the only, I think, the only tweet where we've got some shit. And it really made me laugh because it stood out so much. Someone went, I've been listening to Have a Word, the podcast, for about a month. And I think it's a bit shit. <laughs> so I liked it. Yeah, I liked it because I thought it was funny. And then he went, and then I was like, I put something like a gift, like, ooh. Oh, really? You know, just to make light of it. Because, fair, you're being a bell end. Maybe it's a joke. And he went, retweet it, you fucking coward. I was like, Because ah! <laughs> that's what they all want. They want attention. They want to argue with people. They're trolls. They're called trolls for a reason. Because they're little bridge-dwelling Muppets who just feed off other people. Nah, 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 nah. Why don't you retweet it so that all your followers call me a cunt and I can call them a cunt back? I just want to fight because I've got nothing else in my life. You're a fucking waste, man. Nasty bitch. I loved it. Upset me. Imagine listening to a podcast every day for a month and not enjoying it and thinking anyone but you is the fucking bellend in that situation. What do you do with your day? I hate listening to these two dickheads. I put them on for an hour a day and I don't enjoy it. You know, that was about 25 episodes ago. I would not be surprised if he's still listening right now. Like, ah, I knew it. <laughs> cowards like mate you have got a fucking chill out has anyone ever give, has anyone ever said something snidey to you at a gig have you ever in real it's very very rare it happens but someone said something snidey no um i got one complaint at the edinburgh festival last year so there's a routine i do which you've seen about um victoria's secret saying they'll never have a fat or a transgender model and me sort of discussing that and at the Edinburgh Festival, the way my show works is uh, you can book a ticket in advance or you can just pay some money at the end of the show if you've enjoyed it. And 
a girl come up to me at the end of the show. She was in the queue to get out, and I'm stood there with a bucket taking donations. Which is a, a brutal moment anyway, In it? You're like, okay, could you give me money for my life's work, please? It's already, yeah. you're already weirdly vulnerable. You go from the status of, I'm on the stage, I'm entertaining everyone, to being the dude begging with a bucket. With a bucket. It's a fucking weird gear change. And this girl um, comes up to me and goes, uh, I would give you money, but the transphobia was too much of a straw man for me, right? Now, I've written that routine... And with such attention to detail that I'm so confident that there's no transphobia in it. And it's on the special that's going to come out soon. I'm very confident if you watch it and actually pay attention, there's none of that in it. So I said, that's okay. But could you just tell me what I said that was transphobic? Now, I don't want to ruin the routine for anyone. So I won't tell you exactly what she complained about. But I went, I didn't say that. I said literally the exact opposite. And she went, no, you did. And I went, no, I didn't. I know, look, I do these jokes literally every night, <laughs> sometimes two or three times. And I know exactly what I've said and in what order I said it. I didn't say that. She went, you did. And I know you did. And the guy behind her went, uh, you're wrong, love. He's right. He didn't say that. He said the opposite. And she went, maybe I've got it wrong then. And I went, well, can I have some money? And she gave me a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Mwah. Mwah. I love those moments. I got called. I got called sexist. I got called a misogynist in Chiswick about two years ago. I'd had a brilliant gig, really, really fun. Woman stopped me. I went, can I say, I, I thought it was really disappointing because you had some very good jokes. And then you're a misogynist. You're a misogynist. You beat me a misogynist because of what you said about your wife. And, and I was like, which bit? And I was like, really? That's not, I don't want to be called that ever. I was like, which bit? And she was like, well, it's a bit. And it was this awful drunk conversation. And after about a minute, we worked out that she was talking about the compare and not me. You're like, Who was the compare? Fuck. No, I'm not doing that. But she, Why? She, I want to know she how decided, she decided. It was fucking Dana Alexander. <laughs> and this is fucking the best story ever. Guess what? It was another white baldy. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Well, that was such a brutal moment where you're like, you're like, hang on, I've really got to fight my corner here. I don't want to be called that. You know, that's not, hey, come on, I don't want to upset anyone that I'm talking, oh, you meant that other guy. Yeah, he's a cunt. Yeah, yeah, go and tell him. He's just there. The dressing room's to the left. See you later. Nice one, bye. <laughs> I just want to, um, I, I want to just flag something up before I do the song and we, and we close out today's episode. I just want to tell you something. So I got a text before we started recording today. Um, from Thomas Green. Now, Thomas Green is a comedian from Australia. I love Thomas. He's just one of those lads where the, the first few times we hung out, it just clicked. You know, when you just become mates with someone straight he's just away. He's sound lad, isn't he? He's, I talk to him a lot about the NFL because he's, he's the, all the comics I know into the NFL, he's into it the most because he played it back in Australia. He was a wide receiver. He's, I, I, I love the lad and he'll be one of the first guests we get on what once we've got the studio post lockdown because I love him and he's dead dead funny um, he's from Australia and he was listening to the episode the other day where we talked about the fact that Australians don't find the word packy offensive yeah. because in Australia it just means shortened for Pakistani yes Tom when he first moved over here was a teacher on the side right. like a lot of comics they're, they're teachers as well as comics and, and now a lot of them are like, going to be teachers again <laughs> <laughs> we 
But the hours line up perfectly, don't they? You yeah, finish yeah. your work as a teacher at three o'clock and whatever. So when he first moved over, he was teaching in Not- Nottingham where he lives at a, a secondary school. And uh, this kid come up to him at the front of the class and said, Say, say, he's just called me a packy. And Tom went, So? <laughs> And that's how you end up in the very unusual situation with a student and a teacher getting told off at the same time. <laughs> and all the class were like, what do you mean? So that's racist. And Tom, in front of 30 children, who he'd not long been teaching, was like, isn't it just the fucking same as calling me an Aussie or someone from New Zealand, a Kiwi? And they were like, no, it's actually really offensive. <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, fucking... I know it's awful. I know it's dreadful, but it's so funny <laughs> for a little child who has just been the victim of racist abuse, which is dreadful, awful, condemned to fuck, not justifying it at all, obviously. But he then walks up to the adults in the room, the only one who can chastise the other kid and punish him for it. <laughs> sir, sir, he called me a packy, and the teacher goes, so? <laughs> Stop being a fucking puff. Okay. Apparently, Australian education is quite different from British education. Funny as fuck. Shout to Thomas Green. Um, Let's call that a pod, hey? That's a fucking pod. I am. We asked for some hip hop, and we've got some. Yes, mate. We've got quite a few hip hop submissions because I. uh, I used to watch, and I still do to be honest, but I used to watch more, uh, I've mentioned this before, a lot of rap battles. Um, and there's a there's a forum on Facebook called the UK Battle Rap Group. So I just posted in there and said, if there's any rappers who are in here, who've got any songs, blah, blah, blah. We've had quite a few. The first one we're going to play is from an artist called Raptor Warhurst, who's from Manchester. He's a battle rapper. He wants battle for the UK title. He's great, dead aggressive. And he's got a song called I Love You. It's an absolute tune. Proper UK hip-hop style shit. Uh, and I think you're going to enjoy it. And do stick around for after this, and we will read the Patreon producer list out, as always. We'll see you tomorrow. And if you haven't already, do go back and listen to that announcement we put out. It's important. See you, lads. Get away from me. If I was you, I'd watch what you say to me. <laughs> Go shit. Look. I've been on this rocky road too long to go back. And I feel in a minute I'll explode and go back. I've tried chilling out in my house, flipping out I just wanna go mind, it was making me see Then I play me this beat, and I thought fuck it I just wanna go ham, cause lately I wanna be stressed out And it's somewhere that I can't get my head wrong Tryna keep my chin and put my head down Tryna not throw my chest out Cray cray, they say I'm going nuts Case after case, I have opened up And my mate's gonna hold me up They got a strange way of showing love None of them I thought we wrapped up Looking at me like, they don't understand y'all But it's cool, let him sleep on me Till I drill it in his head like the puppet master They're running out of super latest So ways to explain to you I am the greatest Though even the ways that we choose I they say this to weather betraying they move I am
weekend I'm a dirty guy with this bright shit I run circles by your best artist And the world was mine if I started Two other workers hard as I parted Your favourite rapper's favourite rapper A guy that your parents will name you after Somewhere out there there is a baby rapper Who's gonna go on to be your famous rapper Skate goes, skate goes Take no, take no How's your favourite rapper all about us? They know, they know And if they say that they don't Well, name names and name both Bobby Rex and Raptor Walker Step it like they flames, they dope Yo, I'm safe at times Just crazy installments Cable guy and make a paper plane So we can make them fly Cause building a craft gets paper high I rap fast but I would not get my flow With a sacrifice of content This part of mine's a godsend Yes, Raptor I am top 10 Wait For anybody you was saying different I ain't playing with them If they say he isn't I'ma make them listen when my tape is in them, you just play the system like I stay in prison And the day is risen for your mate to visit And they say they're bringing you a name for sniffing You a flavors with them, but wait Change the flow, make them go insane DJ, you know, straight with load Live in the radio station, bro Champagne, your weight, I'm always a toast Now, get a drink in that cup When you finish that, I'll be better for the back up But, don't get big in that tough Little piggyback up, I'm a bigger bad wolf You don't need to piggyback up So reach the height that I set the bar I don't care for the clothes you wear Half you drive an expensive car These bitches who like that shit Who are you trying to impress you tired? As a writer, a lens Apart, Cause I go extra high Go shit Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here is the full list of our producers, the people who make this podcast shit possible. This is everyone who donates £10 a month on our Patreon page. That is patreon.com slash haveawaredpod. We've got Jason Hopkins, Rebecca Thomas, Jamie Moores, Christian W, Aaron Ledbetter, Adam something, AJ Gregson, Alex Jones, Alexis Bly, Ali Richardson, Amy Johnston, Andrew Boyle, Andy Threlfall, Anthony Doran, Anthony Jollies, Anthony Wilkinson, Barney Wood, Barry Parsons, Becky Hale, Bunny Whitehead, Carmel Merrick, Chris Chubbs, Chris Jones, Chris Townsend, Chris Watson, Keen O'Connell, Colin Pugh, Colette Hind, Dan Lindsay, Daniel Newman, Daniel Pugh, Danny Gilligan, Dave Checkley, David Everson, Dean Cochran, Dominic Bristow, Donna McCauley, Ella Knight, Emma Donnelly, Emma Green, Fiona McDonough, Frank Hughes, the Frog and Bucket team, George Mush, Jared Keane, Graham Cashel, Graham Owens, Ian Pringle, Ian Chadwick, Jack Roberts, Jack Rush, James Fuchs, Janet Roskill, Jason Reynolds, Jem Wilson, Jennifer Ridding, Jess Yarwood, Jill Bushell, Joanne Parr, John Barracliffe, Johnny Armstrong, Johnny Edwards, Joseph Moore, Josh Locke, Josh Holt Flusk, Julie Smith, Cade Bidwell, Kate Hamilton, Kathleen Simon, Catherine Wells, Kiefer Gallagher, Kieran Woodall, Kieran Gibson, Kirsty Leonard, Lee Bramley, Lee Aitchson, Lee Grant, Liam D, Louise Grimes, Mark Cowan, Mark Hammond, Mark Hollenbach, Mark Pugh, Martin Duxbury, Matt Delmain, Matt Flannery, Matthew Reese, Max Prenty, Maxine A, Megan Ainsco, Mike Kivy, Mike Pugh, Mike Quirk, Mike Sullivan, Mutley, Nathan Sharrocks, Nick Stannard, Owen Badman, Paul McDonald, Pete Graves, Peter Vincent, Rachel Heron, Rachel Whiteley, Richard Palmer, Rob Barker, Rob Bell, Rob Knowles, Rob Rudge, Rob Upton, Robin Kerr, Russell Waring, Ryan Farrow. <coughs> Sam Crow, Sam Maguire, Sammy Taylor, Saz Green, Scott Brickliffe, Scott Newton, Simon Martin, Steve Woolley, Steph Keeling, Stephen Billick, Stephen Theobald, Steve Barris, Steve Green, Steve D. Malone, Stephen Thompson, 
Swiss Jen, Terry Burke, Texas Jilly Bean, Tom Sylvester, I think, or just Siviter, Thomas Siviter, Tom Chadwick, Tom Rowe, Tom Simpson, Tom Twistleton, Tony Petru, and Wes Coakley. See you tomorrow, kids. <laughs>